0: episode 211 of panelology i'm alex
1: i'm jenna and i'm megan
0: how is everyone this week
1: yep it's a week my neighbors are still doing yard sales so that's how i'm doing (sighs) (laughs)
0: so let me let me get this straight they had a yard sale two weeks ago during a quarantine
1: they had it last weekend too, Alex. Well, Alex I they was, had it last weekend too.
0: I was going to make that assumption. Yeah. My point here being, at what, at what point do they say, "Huh, ain't nobody coming"?
1: Oh no, that that's where you're fucking wrong, my dude. Streets are lined with fucking people. Are you All kidding right, me? Really? People are coming.
0: Then I revise my query. Are your neighbors Scrooge McDuck? <laughs>
2: It's possible. I mean, I'm guessing that there are plenty of people who are like, hmm, this is a good time on top of gardening. What else have I heard? Home improvements. Hey, let's just spring clean everything out.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Like gardening, I get, especially if you can get shit delivered. Mm -hmm. I am not. I am not personally going to brave a home improvement store right now. I hear they are zoos.
1: Oh, they are. Yeah. Because I've been doing gardening and going to get my <laughs> my gardening supplies, which it's in the fresh air. I don't have a problem with that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A but boy, of mine
1: howdy.
2: Works at uh, landscaping and apparently they are busier than ever right now. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks to be home and just like look at your yard and be like, man. This is it. This is when I finally do something about this.
0: Hey, you know, you know, for whom that point still has not come because it never will.
1: <gasps> Alex, it's Alex. Hey guys, it's Alex.
0: My secret is I am the anti-swamp thing. I touch it, it <laughs> dies. Aww.
1: So basically, you need to hire somebody to come over once a week and and water plants that I'm going to put into a pot for you.
2: See, there you go. Get a yes. strawberry plant. They're not. They're so easy to take care of. So easy. I, I also, don't you like get those strawberries. Little,
1: like, oh, but they're—they're—it's the fragrant thing. They—they they smell good. And the birds. You have to eat them. them. Yeah.
0: Well, as much as we all didn't gather here to give Alex gardening advice, he will never ever <laughs> take. Ever. <laughs> there is no greater waste of anyone's time. Let's talk Paper Girls.
1: Let's do it. Woohoo.
0: The writer is Brian K. Vaughn, the artist is Cliff Chang, the colorist is Matthew Wilson, the letterer is Jared K. Fletcher, and we are talking about the whole damn thing.
1: (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot of book.
0: 30 issues.
2: 30 issues.
0: About 600 pages, if I had to guess. Probably closer to 650, because a couple of those are bigger than normal. And I
2: gotta say, reading this in trade... Makes a lot more sense. So, Fuck much yeah, more it does. Sense.
0: <laughs> it is the second. I mean, I think both the experience of reading it in trade and rereading it, it <laughs> is a totally different book in a way that I don't think diminishes that first pass, but in a way that feels a lot more okay, I can understand this now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, you read it through, you've read it through twice completely.
0: I've read it through twice completely. Okay. I read it in single issues as it came out month to month. And then I read, well, 10 issues last week and 20 issues this week. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: I think I read the first 20 as they came out. Hard to Because name. I got to volume four and was like well goodreads tells me i've read this flashes of this f- is familiar i'm so glad i didn't just go hmm, i should just read five and six <laughs> oh, boy.
0: <laughs> yeah it was a little bit like my experience rereading hawkeye for the first time where there are all these little hooks that even when we talked about this book issue to issue i'm like i know there are these little hooks i see them i recognize them I read the issue that it's referencing months or years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not making the connection. Um, You get all those little hooks, but also like the bigger structure of what's going on, I think, is just way, way clearer.
1: Yes. Oh,
2: definitely.
0: Um, I definitely did not put together in first read that like there is an exact moment where they just call him grandfather, right? Yeah, Yes. where grandfather's timeline sort of like hits a point in his future where it's the beginning of the book and he's like off cycle with the whole thing. Like I didn't, I got that he was from disjointed points in time, but I didn't get that it was basically like a he starts here and you read from this issue on and he sort of loops all the way around, like in a linear way. I see. Yeah.
2: What you're saying. yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know how I did this in single issues, because I know there's an issue. I when I hit it, it it's around like book three, I think, or volume three, where I was like, "This makes much more sense," and I just remember being <laughs> like, "This makes no sense."
1: Whatsoever. That's pretty much how we described it every fucking week <laughs> or every issue on the show we were like i love this book it makes so much sense i have no idea what's going on
0: yeah, yeah like the broken record thing was this is great i could not tell you where this is going or where it's been
2: exactly yeah mm-hmm. i think uh uh someone once described it as like the the comic if anybody's trying to get into comics it's the first one they recommend and they've never had anybody come back and be like What did you make me read? (laughs) It's always been well received.
0: Yeah, it's it's on a short list for me of like this and saga and Hawkeye and like if someone comes back and says, Oh no, I want like a Superman book, all star Superman. Like Yeah. If you
1: must
2: do superheroes.
0: If you must do superheroes and Hawkeye being a landlord doesn't sound right for you.
2: Ugh, what is I don't it? know
1: who that person is that doesn't want that book, but we're not friends.
3: <laughs> no,
0: not. I was about
2: to say, not. there's something about just the mundane that is so wonderful.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: so what happens in this book? Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. That's what happens. Yeah. Down to the fucking dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> Which I did definitely go like buy a bunch of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy audiobooks in the uh, Paleozoic arc or whatever. Thanks. The the 11,000 BC arc. <laughs> um, because they kept making fucking Hitchhiker's references. I'm like, yes, okay, I need to, <laughs> need to revisit this, I guess.
2: It's really good. I just re- recently, I say recently, I think it's been a year and a half, reread the first one. I need to yeah. finish the other four, but...
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever finished all five. I've read the yeah. first three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, and when I went to look at audiobook options, uh, I'm a monster who uses Audible. Sorry, they had. Can I
2: introduce you to Libro.
0: You can keep trying. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, they had not only the audio books, but they have all the, like, original BBC radio shows. Oh, cool. One of which I was reading the description for, and it's like, book three, Arthur is stuck in the Stone Age. And I'm like, oh, okay. This book is definitely, like, really, really aping that specific beat in this moment. <laughs> I see now. day's
2: coming up. I can't remember if it's the 20th or the 25th. I do not know. Oh, now I'm gonna have to look it up.
0: so there are four paper girls indeed mac kj aaron Aaron, and
1: that other one tiffany tiffany
0: (laughs) Tiffany, thank you
2: yes oh my gosh tell day is next monday which is also memorial day so
0: like you're quote-unquote off
1: excellent (laughs) cute days off
0: (laughs) yeah Right. (laughs) <laughs> that's good i can take the day off work and stay home and get some stuff done
2: you'd think by this point like my apartment would be so immaculate that there wouldn't be anything but that's such no. A no no because i'm imagining not me not being that.
1: home this whole time and i'm like oh i would have 87 projects started and all over my house
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Just i would not nothing think is finished only because i have also spent this time at home and mine is not immaculate either
1: yeah no well, we can talk about that later, but the paper girls are great. Yeah. Yes, yes. Anyway, so it is the morning after Halloween.
0: Hell morning. Hell 1988. morning.
1: 1988. <laughs> um, you know, right before I was born. Yeah, like two, yeah. like a month and a half before I was, a month and seven days before I was born. Um, and these four paper girls are deciding to team up in order to avoid fucking shit stains just awful fucking teenage boys
0: (laughs) asshole dudes go figure
1: huh imagine that in the 80s no who would have guessed
0: anyway they see monstrous time travelers and get zapped by a time machine and then do timey wimey magic (laughs) indeed
2: but even from like the first few issues where it loops back around on their own timeline within the like 10 minutes because i mean this is all one big circle yeah. somewhere, yeah. But it still made one small circle and that I remember the first time reading was just like, I'm going to say blown away because it was really, really well done. It's not like I haven't read other times machine stuff and was like, whoa, this is so original. But it was really, really well done.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I think the trick here is it gets you invested enough in the relationships. Oh, yeah. And what's happening in the moment that you kind of forget. Oh, right, there's this other layer where, <laughs> I don't know, pterodactyl will show up.
1: Giant fucking robots are punching each other.
0: Yeah. Huge tardigrades, giant robots. Okay, well, there's no, there are no time people here in the far past. It must be safe. Wrong, giant sloth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying, giant sloth. And also shit-stained men.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Still. Always DC. in threes.
1: Always. Yeah. It's weird.
2: Well, two it could get a little too competitive. The third one kind of balances it out, so that the because if it's two, they I don't know. I'm just like making bullshit up here. <laughs> right <now>. But <laughs> there's some kind of testosterone balance there, I'm sure.
1: I was like, I've never been with a group of guys like two versus three where they weren't trying to fucking compete with each other. Come on.
2: <laughs> uh, so they're not. Um, three of them knew each other before, like they'd worked together the previous hell nights. Yes, but they're yeah. not. Friends.
0: Right. They all go to different schools. Mm-hmm. They all have different routes. They just team up because there is strength in numbers on the night when everyone is out and drunk and assholes and raiding and looting and begging just being dicks. and dicks.
1: Yeah.
2: Halloween used to be so much more fun.
1: Are you wait? Are you reminiscing about no. that? <laughs> no. Like that used to be. Fun. I mean, I okay. Let's talk. I was a garbage human, and I have done my fair share of uh, Halloween night terrible things, like stealing candy from children. Um, you did. Not. I was a teenager. I was a teenager, and I was a terrible human. I was influenced by all of my friends, and yes, I did. Um, again, I recognize I was a garbage piece of trash piece of human garbage trash that that's what i was um and i did egg a couple houses tp some lots but that's not the point it's terrible
2: does this stuff still go on i guess i don't know i feel like i don't and this know this could be just the fact that i live in a city now where like trick-or-treating is odd but i feel like all trick-or-treating is done like i Leave work early because if I leave work at the normal time, I hit the mass chaos that is trick or treating.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! At like
2: five o'clock, and it's like, oh, I have to like. I mean, it's great because the kids are adorable, and then people will also dress up their dogs. And uh, but it feels like everything's done by eight, where I feel like it all used to start at eight. So yeah, that
1: that's still kind of how it is here uh, yeah. in the in the burbs, at least like it starts getting dark and people start walking around. Yeah. It it feels I, like it's even earlier than that these days. Having dealt with two teenage boys for the past however many Halloweens though. Like, I don't think that I don't, I don't think as many people are shit stains as we used to be.
2: Yeah. Um, it just seems tamer these days.
1: Yeah. Which is good. I fucking love it. Thank <laughs> you for people not being like me. Learn from my mistakes.
0: In my usual Benjamin Button way i learned pretty early on that i could just say hey mom will you pick me up some discount reese's cups tomorrow at kroger and i won't make you drive me around to go collect candy from around the city
1: oh my god my mom fucking loved it though
0: i loved trick-or-treating
1: yeah cost my mom liked finding like the neighborhoods that gave out full candy bars that was her jam oh, yeah i she's like bring me back one of the like big me snickers
2: that my apartment building doesn't like my boss told me all about what his apartment building does for kids and things like that. Uh, My first Halloween up here. And then we don't do that kind of stuff. It just made me so sad. Oh, I'm really looking forward to hopefully having, well, who knows if we're going to have trick or treaters this year, but like if, even if my new apartment complex doesn't do it, I'll go back to my parents' neighborhood. Like I'm ready. I want to pass out candy.
1: We do candy and comic books.
0: Yes. I think the reason I tapped out, in all honesty, was just how stressful the I-need-a-costume process was in my house of procrastinators.
1: Ah. <laughs> oh yeah, mine was normally the day of, right after school, go pick it up from yeah. Party City or whatever. Also, it was cheaper then.
0: We would have the, like, Boy Scout, like, or Cub Scout, like, all the individual packs get together, like, den meeting or whatever. mm mm-hmm. And there was always a Halloween costume contest. And the process for that would literally be, I never knew what I was going to do until half an hour before it's time to get Mm -hmm. in the car. And my father walked in with a box and crepe paper and craft supplies and just like built this thing around me and always forgot. Oh, wait, he needs to be able to sit in this. Or, you know, use the bathroom.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) um it was i was also one of four so like at some point it was easier if i just tapped out
2: i have two sisters that are early november babies so there were a lot of haunted houses in my days we made them in my dad's garage
1: so (laughs) fucking love haunted houses so cute (laughs) i love it anyway paper paper girls girls. yeah (laughs) well i think that This book makes it really easy to just like turn on the nostalgia button and talk about shit like that because that's basically what it's about.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is
1: nostalgia as it happens.
0: I feel like (laughs) describing the plot of this book turns into describing a fever dream. Oh, Oh,
3: definitely. I mean, yeah, like, which funny especially enough, when you get
1: into the dreams, yeah. It's a plot point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like first I was in the eighties and I was trick-or-treated or well, I was delivering papers and there were evil trick-or-treaters, then there were time travelers. Then I got caught in a blast from a time machine and wound up in the 2016 where this really prescient bit of dialogue from October of twenty sixteen <laughs> warns that things are gonna get really bad soon and you don't know it.
1: Yep. I had to laugh at that. So tense. So tense.
0: Uh, uh and then then we get blown back to dinosaur times after i meet my future self in a time traveling uh alternate dimension future version of myself that no is it is the same It's all the same my, timeline. It's all the same timeline.
2: All of this stuff has happened. We just have had our memories wiped to a probably dangerous point. <laughs>
3: um,
2: I do have to say both times i read this i like they run into the kid that's dressed as a werewolf uh huh. And I, both times I thought he had actually turned into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and that that never actually became a plot point. Baffles me. He also <laughs> probably would have crossed the line of like, no, this is a little too much. But it, the, the details on the page, even like he's wearing gloves or something. So that's, I think that's yeah. the point where, because I looked at the hands and was like, those are furry hands. This is a werewolf now. And it's not.
0: Plus he was drinking a pina colada at Trader Vicks and his hair was perfect.
2: <laughs> I do love those Cleveland they go though, to twenty sixteen. And she runs into her forty year old self. Uh huh. And and her, the older self, her being Aaron, I guess, um starts talking about and is like, I know you're not proud of like what I've become, blah, 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 blah. And her, I mean Because that's always that question of, like, am I doing what my younger self would be proud of kind of thing? And her younger self's like, nah, this is, like, you've got awesome hair and your shirt is really red. And, like, who wants marriage? And, like...
0: (laughs) And then she gives her a hug.
2: Yeah, that, like, self (laughs) moment of just, like, oh, my God, okay. Maybe I am okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Maybe Kid Me would not not be as disappointed in me as I think they would be.
2: I hope Kid Me is not disappointed in me.
1: I hope Kid Me is. Because Kid Me was awful. Well, okay. Kid Me would be very disappointed that I'm not a marine biologist. And I gotta say that one kind of stings. But Kid Me was awful.
0: (laughs) Depends on what age Kid Me you ask. High school me? Maybe middle school me? Definitely fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> so, yeah, then we go back to eleven thousand b c
1: oh my gosh,
2: and shit gets really weird.
1: that jump. I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is off limits here.
2: The seeing the mountain that has like the creature carved into the grass, which is still fucking, never explained by the way. I just like, "What is this creature? <laughs> who did this? The fourth dimension is this what they worship?"
0: Was it? Also, there were triangles. Was it the character who blew a hole in space time and created that? Because we see it in that moment.
2: Oh damn! Maybe that's
1: what it was. I don't think it created
0: that. I don't. I don't don't know that she did.
1: What? What are they? The fucking. What are the lines called? The the dream. No, hold on.
0: Ley lines. Nope.
1: Nazca lines. I was gonna say that, and I was right. (laughs) there's stuff like that like that was that's like i don't know really fucking old you know like really fucking like we have no idea where it comes from kind of old yeah so i think it was supposed to be like that like maybe maybe these are the people who created that kind of shit
2: i mean it looks like a hell demon at you know who knows what dinosaurs actually were
0: well i mean it also (laughs) just like ties back into that weird religious imagery that sort of persists through the book yeah the apple and the forbidden fruit, and talk about Eve and maybe what she did wasn't so bad, and like all of that because yeah. he's holding like an apple or something.
3: Well, I
2: mean, mm-hmm. there's the Apple phone, and, and, and yeah. then oh yeah, like the actual physical phone, not the little chip thing. I loved yeah. that phone. I was like, I don't know what year this is, but goddamn, I want that
1: phone.
0: The the <laughs> fruit on the library tree.
1: Yes, I love that library tree, and I want libraries yes. to eventually get there. Yes. I really hope so,
2: too. Like, that was part of when she was like, we're not far from the local branch or whatever. And I was like, oh, I really hope it's still there.
1: Hey, <laughs> how much did you love that she was checking out a Sweet Valley High book? Oh,
0: so much.
1: Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's me. That little lesbian is me. I we, love it.
0: We can check out <laughs> anything, right?
2: <laughs> and then the librarian just assumes the worst.
1: <laughs> 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 that's not the anarchist cookbook. Oh i love it yeah i think i kind of was the mac
0: yeah i can see that that tracks
1: yeah (laughs) she's she's kind of terrible too but still a good person okay maybe i wasn't mac you're
2: a good person (laughs) hold on
1: oh no now yeah then no again i was a shit stain
0: Uh, mac does learn and grow and get better through the thing like One of those moments that I definitely did not totally connect at all uh, on first pass was in the last issue when she calls the dude fart breath or whatever, (laughs) mirroring her using a different F word slur at the beginning of the book. that's right. Yeah.
2: I forgot about that. I knew it was different, but I was like, I don't have time to go look at it again. But
0: It's on a page turn and there's this hesitation and you're like, is she going to say the same thing? And you're like... Fart breath.
1: It's like, (laughs) oh no.
0: Go back. She's still better for all of it. Maybe the kids will be okay.
1: So good. I think that's also, that's really the first moment that you see, oh, maybe they have changed some stuff. Yeah. Maybe they succeeded.
2: Yeah, I wasn't, I was still not sure. I, I, I like the, I don't know. The ending is strange. I, like, don't know if I love it or not. I think I do. I definitely cried.
0: Like, the weird thing to me about the ending is the reveal, the optimism of it, essentially is just, hey, there's potential. You don't know anything's Mm -hmm. going to be better. You don't, you get kind of the hint. You get that zoom out and then, hey, wait, moment. Mm -hmm. That tells you, okay, maybe they'll still be friends
2: now? It's a quiet ending. Yeah. Especially compared to most time traveling. Where memory gets wiped and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, usually someone remembers what happened kind of thing. And and I'm glad it didn't go that route, but I just want them all to be happy
1: and be friends. I know, but also we know that it's not going to end well for at least one of them. (laughs) Yes. And And also
0: things are going to happen in 2016.
1: (sighs) Also, Also that.
0: I cannot get over how weirdly precious this book was. (laughs)
2: i mean it was coming out in 2016
0: yeah but to put on paper in a comic book like a month before the election yeah don't bet on hillary weird yeah is a really like i mean as someone who who did not see it as a given putting it on paper in this way is a hell of a cold shot just in terms of like reading what is going on in the historical moment without hindsight
2: i'm trying to think when this would have been if it were released in october when it would have actually been written and if um brexit had actually already
3: happened
0: uh typically speaking if it's released in october it's going to have been written at least a couple of months beforehand so august at the latest
2: so brexit probably had happened
0: brexit probably had happened now
2: just happened
0: yeah now there could have been like a lettering pass uh, more like late September or mid-September, depending on when in October this came out. There could have been a lettering pass before this went into print where, like, some of that got tweaked. But you still had like, a couple of months on the election before a print deadline. Yeah. It was a weird moment. I hit it and it skewed me out and I had to go look up the release date for the issues. So. I was about to say,
2: yeah. to say something else. I don't remember what it was.
1: Are we hardcore spoiling?
0: I mean, we can.
1: I was gonna. Say, I don't. I feel like you can't
2: exactly like. Even if you say stuff, it's yeah. it's such a journey that like
1: you're not gonna hit everything. Yeah. I just think it's insane that like, other than maybe the the woman who invented time travel, Quanta, Quanta, Kanta, yeah. what her name is, love yeah. her, love her. Other than maybe her storyline, they caused every bit of this. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I mean they still caused. Well, she still invented time travel but they stranded her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like but also like the thing that clicked for me in this read was for most of the story, well, for most of grandfather's life, he's after different kids. Like Yeah, he's after oh, the yeah.
1: teenagers.
0: It's it's they the the paper girls have caused all of this. But for most of, like, the events that put them on the hook of what's going on, it's a case of mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole thing is this, like, intractable knot, which I guess makes it make sense why time is breaking all over itself. Yeah. Because it's a whole bunch of paradoxes unless it plays out in one super specific way. Uh, which is also, I think, cool. Like, there's never really talk about paradoxes in this but no. seeing the whole thing at once like there is kind of a solution but there that is the talk whole of thing like, is built around
2: of that you can only go back so many times it's not specifically stated that way but
0: uh... yeah yeah. there's talk oh, yeah, of doing damage by traveling
3: travel
1: and all that
2: because they would go in like a million times try to stop these four from becoming friends yeah. and starting all this
0: Mm-hmm. But they could never stop it because they're in the timeline created by it. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I
1: think that that's that moment is really wonderful. That they're like, yeah, we've tried literally millions of times. You guys always become friends. <laughs> well, you just I do. Think,
0: I think there's something, like, reassuring in the fact that they can't make it worse. Like, because there is a read of the time travel, like, bullshit in it that is... The timeline wants to smooth itself out. The timeline mm-hmm. wants to correct itself. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can make things bad, but you can only make them so bad before just, like, the world fixes itself. You even get the line from Grandfather, like, it's not going to be the end of time. It's just the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. Like, if things go <laughs> absolutely wrong.
2: At some point in just going to be like, fuck you, fuck this. Yeah. Um... I also really appreciate the whole, like, one of the things that I love or that makes me love certain time travel books or stories or whatever is when things, like, either already influenced each other, but I'm fixed points, I guess. Yeah. But it's not like Doctor Who where it's, like, this is a fixed point because it's the past and, like, we all remember this. But, like, I guess... Getting to the point where it's like, if someone finds out how they're going to die, you can't actually change that. Like, that is when and and how, I think. I don't think you can change either.
0: Yeah. There's also, like, the the flip side of it. That's the, like, childhood imagination is sort of what saves them piece of it. Where <laughs> they never, like, blink at, oh shit, we're time traveling. We can't be here and they also never like hesitate when they see okay well we were in in 2016 and we saw a field hockey stick sticking out of a rift in time oh hey here's a hole about the same size quick give me your field hockey stick let me carve something into it <laughs> like there's there's a real pra- a really practical like okay no these are the rules We got to do it. We've already seen this. So I need to make it happen here and now while I have the chance that I don't think a book with adult characters would, would buy into in the same way.
2: No, you're right. Children just tend to, That's going to come out wrong. Children go with the flow much easier.
0: Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. there is a suspension of disbelief in the laws of reality that is easier for children that like Mm -hmm. this book kind of thrives on.
1: When I feel like with adults, you're kind of like, oh, it can't be that simple. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It can't be so easy as to say, I've already done it, so I have to do it now.
0: Plus, like, you get into the sort of nostalgia element we mentioned earlier. Like, I think part of the reason why, as someone who is pretty vocally anti-nostalgia, I'm okay with this book's brand of it, is it's never a yesterday was better. It's always a, I miss not having this knowledge. I miss this innocence. I miss this simplicity, maybe, Mm -hmm. specifically. But I recognize I can't have it. And sort of seeing all of that and this great line near the end of it, it's like, oh, we all become old-timers eventually. Fuck. (laughs) We're like, it's Mm -hmm. not blind to the ways people change and evolve. It's an entire book about that. And maybe... Part of what I like about that fart breath moment at the end is like it's still doing that. They're still changing and changing for the better. But like I don't think I don't think this book's nostalgia works without that like suspension of disbelief you get as kids. Like mm-hmm. I think all of it is part and parcel. And maybe somewhere in all of that there's a complete thought that people can string together by <laughs> time. <time-traveling.
3: laughs>
2: no, you're it makes sense. Uh, and to go along with it, what I really like about you know the whole wiping memories and things is that the there is a part where they're like yeah I really want to remember this because it's one of the coolest adventures I've ever been on but for the most part the worry about the amnesia is the fact that they don't want they've seen proof that they're no longer friends yeah mm-hmm. and that upsets them more than anything else it's not that they want to change the world or um Want to change their futures? It's just it's like these are the three coolest chicks I've ever met. What do you mean I'm not still friends with them after? <laughs> like, yeah. don't take that away from me.
0: Yeah, like that's that's ultimately the real stakes of this book.
2: Yeah, I also love when they go so that they, they there is some major jumps into the future, but like we said, 2016, and they also go to the year 2000, and some of the things that are said that we. Here every day in conversation like gen xers <laughs> and their reaction to it i just that, that's something that i always love um like the when, first time
0: they see a flat screen tv oh my
2: god that was amazing <laughs> and when aaron is explaining that her younger sister missy is a pilot which rock on uh and is engaged to a doctor and mom must be in heaven and the reaction is, if mom's in heaven, where's dad? <laughs> and I'm like, I guess that wasn't necessarily a colloquial thing in the 80s. So I just really appreciated how they kind of ha- handled that without it being even even the the younger quote-unquote future generations the descendants i don't know exactly they're old timers and the descendants i guess was the other side
0: yeah i don't know that they ever really like totally give them a name yeah they're like those kids yeah so you've got the the paper girls the first generation of time travelers become the old timers and then like the first generation after them start start this war with them over how much you can change time basically the philosophy being the old-timers say no you can't you can't substantively change the timeline and then their descendants which is i think kind of yeah like they're never called that as like this is the name of the team but
2: right that's usually
0: how they get described
2: how they speak
0: which i think with a
2: really heavy like louisiana cadence i don't know
0: interesting i did not
2: i don't know why it just like uh i think it's the the way that they were spelling i a o y e um uh, i've seen used and mm. and is like trying to describe the louisiana cadence that makes times. sense
0: uh slanguage they slanguage, call it at one yes. point and i yeah. love that
1: i can never unhear the way that they talk on the 100 <laughs>
2: oh that's that's very alexa
1: gumsky crew right i'm like oh shit
0: um but the the, the old timers descendants want to like go back and revise time to give everyone the best possible version of time they can. Which yeah. is the, the conflict. Not possible. No.
2: <laughs> Does that make me an old timer already? Oh man.
1: I, I I think I think we might right. be old timers. We all
0: grow up to become <laughs> old timers. We do. Did I just hit <laughs> but, it early though? But the thing the book proves is maybe it is possible, because after all of this, the girls get a better timeline, potentially.
2: Yeah. Also, maybe there's something sinister going on behind all this that didn't quite get explored that I'm still really curious about.
0: Oh, the fourth dimensional beings? Yeah. But it's the
2: fact that uh, Grandfather, who, I guess, like, really major spoiler here is raised by the woman who invented time travel, doesn't remember that he was raised by the woman who invented time travel and that it is presented or he's raised believing that like, I can't remember exactly how, but it's like some kind of relationship with this fourth dimension. It's weird. And and this is in like issue 28 or 29. And I was like, oh, there's no time to explain this. But I'm so curious now about this church. I think it is what it is. That's raising yeah. these people and brainwashing them. I don't know. It's all there's so many layers here that I'm like, can we dive into that a little bit
3: more?
0: Yeah, like grandfather, you could write a whole like parallel spin-off book that's like the life and times of Japo and Wari and yeah, Quanta Bramstein.
2: Read
1: need it, need it, need way more of their like storyline, yes. their timeline, timelines. Yes.
2: Yeah. Would
3: They're we... Jeremy Barami.
1: Because how cool is it, by the way, that a kid from the Stone Age becomes the fucking leader of the world?
0: Yeah.
2: I loved it so much. <laughs> like, when I realized who the old woman was, I was like, I, I was. As I, soon as I...
1: they said Wari, I was like, hold on. Yeah. Hold the goddamn phone.
2: Yeah. It's like, that's amazing.
1: And then I... he called him Jappo, and I was like, oh.
2: Because I figured this whole thing would have, in my mind, the way this was going was that this is going to end up being there for descendants. And that was kind of causing all the chaos. And, like, maybe Tiffany's descendants are the ones that created the robots. And that's why the Tiffany's can see them. I don't know. Like, I tried to figure out where this was going. (laughs) And then, like, those names popped up. And I was like, there's no way. Surely this is just like, surely someone, it's like family names. It became family names or something. (laughs) But no.
0: (laughs) There's a magic trick in this too that I love. That is, it takes hearing Wari's name to make the connection for her. Rather than realizing, oh, she's got the same like facial tattoos. Yes because, well, yeah, she is because so a much lot of people in the future have is...
1: facial tattoos, yeah. so it could be, I guess, a coincidence, maybe. It would be a weird coincidence.
0: <laughs> now that now that you say it, it would be weird, but... <laughs> but, I mean,
2: looking at every cover, because, like, when I, that's the cover of Volume 5, I think it was?
0: Yeah. I'm looking at so. it. Where it it's like, oh,
2: well, duh. Um, <laughs> and then looking at the cover of 6... Or I immediately like looked at the cover of 6 and was like, "Okay, who is on this cover with Aaron?" Like I can very clearly see Aaron. Who are these other 3? Not realizing that one of them is another Aaron. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we meet how many different future Aarons in the course of this? 3 4? Three, yeah, we meet the three clones plus 2016 Aaron. Right. Plus, yeah. there
2: are definitely more clones at some point. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> there are, yeah, all of the descendants we eventually learn are like, or at least most of the descendants, their leadership is all like clones of the Paper Girls because they yeah. are invisible to grandfather and the old timers.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, that makes sense. But also, it, it makes sense because it sounds like so there is a time traveling disease, which I always also love that much radiation someone's going to get hurt um and the kind of the guys the teens that we meet in the beginning are disfigured and and deformed and then yet when tiffany goes to the future and meets these like not disformed and i'm the clones i don't know it was an interesting dynamic yeah i also really love these covers
0: i wonder if the time traveling disease is not some kind of self fulfilling prophecy. Where, like, you're told this is what you die of and win. <laughs> and you just believe it, therefore it becomes the reason. Because they say that it affects future generations at a higher percentage. So, like, if they believe it more... Than, yeah.
2: I kind of viewed it as, like, time, fate, whatever you want to call the global overlying, being like, this is why you don't fuck with shit you're not supposed to fuck with. Yeah. Yeah. Leave time alone the more you mess with it, the more you're going to get this disease that is completely like hundreds of years have passed and nobody has ever found
0: a cure for. Yeah, it's it's just the uh, results of watching a video of one of those editrixes doing their own Britney Spears leave time alone <laughs> videos on YouTube. Fourth dimensional that was Chris YouTube. <laughs> Meg, you mentioned the covers being very good, and they yes. are. And this feels like a great time to talk about just how great... Cliff Chang, and Matthew Wilson are.
1: Oh my god. So great. Together they can do everything.
0: Individually they can do everything. Together they are unstoppable. A force (laughs) of nature. Yes. Yes. They are a fixed point in time. (laughs) I mean, even
1: just like
2: getting the clones and the older selves and just like, just enough that you're like, yeah, that's definitely the same, but it's just different enough that you're not like clearly you just took the face and
0: moved it over. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think that's a really difficult line to to stay on there.
0: I think the best example is when Tiffany and Double O Tiffany meet Mm -hmm. for the first time and you get like these two panels that are mirrored expressions of shock as they realize exactly and recognize each (laughs) other Mm -hmm. and like Obviously, the stakes for that one are well. Like the as the reader, you've got to say yes. They look alike, but they can't look just alike. And one of them is uh twelve years 24. older and gothy and like, amazing. I love yeah. her outfit. Me she was too. fantastic. Opportunity
1: right there. Fuck yes, or just like real life. Yeah, wearing it down the street. I don't care.
2: <laughs> just want the socks. I'll be
1: honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you know those were toe socks. You know they oh, were. Oh, they definitely were in two thousand. In two thousand, those yeah. are toe socks. Tall Man. ass toe socks. Need them. I forgot about toe socks. Really, I wear them every day. Do you? <laughs> I don't think I've worn them <laughs> since probably the early two thousand. But I used to. They're just to... more comfortable.
2: They uh they always ran thinner. Like they always got holes quicker. That's why I stopped oh.
1: wearing them. Oh. You need to get you some toe socks from from today. Okay. They're good. They're good. I'll send you a link. I know what I'm going to be good looking socks. for after this.
2: The Time <laughs> Travelers, travelers toe
0: socks.
1: <laughs> I do have I do still have like a rainbow pair from when I was pff, probably 12. So probably 2000. <laughs> <laughs> they were just wonderful. Anyway, yeah. but we're talking about faces. That's Faces. Right. Faces. The artwork. <laughs> yes. The
2: like use of pastels but not making them because I guess pastels would be considered more of a girly kind of color scheme but it's not played as like a overly girly by the way really I
1: love that this book never delves into like girly no things are pretty things are beautiful oh yeah but it's never like barbie pink And when it is, it's like building tension. Yeah. It's so good. It's
2: so, so good. It's just got this wonderful way of muting it out.
0: Yeah. You said Barbie Pink is a way of building tension. And the first page I opened with Pink on it was a Freddy Krueger face.
2: (laughs) There you go. See mine opens up to the pterodactyls.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) Also tense.
2: Also very tense, (laughs) yes. Yeah, I mean.
0: Big fan of the tardigrade. While we're yes. on pink things?
2: Mm-hmm. Because this is a team of dudes. Yes. Yes. Um, it is but dudes all the way down. It's, which, uh, that's a whole rant for another day. But it still reads like teenage girls, I think. It, it, I think it did a good job doing that um the period talk maybe wasn't necessary <laughs> like that feels like yeah. we're checking a box of okay we're writing preteens we gotta have someone have their period
1: um i, I am feel tired like... of teeny preteen girls and period talk and yeah. all that like you can say i have fucking cramps and that's all you need to say period yeah. done
3: right
2: like at best it just shows that mac is not like it you know she hasn't gone through sex ed she doesn't understand like she's getting all of her information and her her persona mm-hmm. from her brother Mhm, and like cool, I mean that's fine, but yeah it's it's like it was the one if I have any complaints about this book, it was like that felt more like you were checking a box because you're writing about twelve year old girls rather than it just being a thing, yeah, yeah, but in contrast to that. What I also really love is that there is not really ever a point where it's, like, a big fight and they all four go in their own directions. Like, there's bickering, there's yelling, but, like, they're, like, we are a unit. And if one of us goes missing, we find that person. Yeah. Instead of, because typically, especially in an all-female cast, dudes especially want to make the big fight. And I feel like this is very, very real and, like, we can be pissed at each other. We may want to throw punches but someone's gone missing and we're going to fucking find them or at least find their corpse, like find proof (laughs) of where they are.
0: One thing we have not talked about explicitly that the book does really well. We kind of touched on it, I guess with the language is the language building throughout this whole thing. It doesn't just assume that, Oh yes, everyone speaks English and American (laughs) English at that (laughs) through all of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Every time we end up in a period that is not late 20th, early 21st century, like, there is a language barrier. Or when people come from mm-hmm. the future, there is a language barrier. Like, this language is, is, the more you read it, I think, the the more parsable it becomes. Oh, yes. yes. I, like, I don't I, think it's ever impossible to read, but, like, no, it, you I, process it faster.
2: Treat it mm-hmm. like Chaucer and read it out loud. And it <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but the the descendants all have their own language that is in a completely different script that is never translated explicitly,
1: which makes me sad.
0: There's yeah, no you cipher. know
2: it says stuff. Especially, oh, it on does. The, like you know, they created an actual language. It's not just bullshit. And I just want to know, especially on the cover pages, what it's saying.
0: I <laughs> I bought the individual issues in comicsology, so I wouldn't have to go dig individual issues out of long boxes.
2: Does it translate it?
0: It doesn't, but there are, there is at least one issue where they hold a, like, can you translate this contest? Oh. And there was one panel that two people got right. Shit. Fuck. Uh, and it was not even the like, future script. It was one of the 11,000 BC pages translating oh, okay. the cavemen. Cavemen. Um, poop but you do see like words and phrases repeated so i do think if you spent long enough you could probably like contextually build back some of it
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah i just like the inside cover quotes i want to know what those are saying because i mean it's not like it's important to the book but you know there's some uh the stuff about y2k like those specifically made me laugh
0: yeah Uh. i was a big fan of the arc that uh Built up to using using lyrics from, uh, as time oh, yeah. goes by, built up oh, to yeah. a kiss is just a kiss. Yes.
1: Love it. So what were you guys doing during Y2K? Oh,
2: I definitely moved to Georgia. Um, I remember that my mom was working because my mom is an IT manager. Um, oh, and Lord. My stepdad, I think, actually was back in Memphis for something maybe related as well. Uh, I just I know that Caitlin and I, my sister and I, were on the couch watching Twilight Zone because that's what we did almost every New Year's until, you know, reached an age where you went and partied and stuff. Right. Um, But I like I specifically remember watching. I couldn't tell you which episode of Twilight Zone, but just being like, all right, it hit midnight. OK, cool.
1: cool. <laughs> we're still alive. All right. Yeah. We're still alive.
2: My computer still works. Cool.
0: Cool. Thanks to the work of lots of software engineers and IT people. <laughs> Writing yeah, patches mean, for bad programming.
2: I, I can imagine that my mother is probably, that was probably a really busy night for her. i yeah. actually never mm-hmm. asked her. So.
0: <laughs> I was definitely, like, at home watching the New Year's countdown. Probably some Cartoon Network version of it at <laughs> that point in time. Um, what about you?
1: My family always did this big New Year's party. Like, huge. Like, we'd get illegal fireworks and all that stuff. Nice. Um, And I remember this night very distinctly because my brother had taught me how to like shotgun sodas, you know, poke a hole in it, open it up, chug it. Um, So I was teaching my friends, my cousins <laughs> and my friends how to do that. And this woman who, you know, we called her my aunt, but she was just a family friend, right? Comes in and sees what we're doing. And I thought that she said... Oh, my God, she's teaching them to build bombs. Bombs. <laughs> so little, like, 12-year-old me is like, why would I be building a bomb? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't want to hurt anyone. Are you crazy? Uh, years later, I, I saying, discovered so that she years said,
3: later?
1: bong. She's teaching them how to build bongs. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, that makes more sense. (laughs) Not at that time. Like, I wouldn't have been doing that at the time, but that makes more sense. If it
2: makes you feel better, um, Google translates uh, the the closed caption or whatever is still Mm -hmm. saying bomb and not bong. (laughs) There it goes. It finally got it to say bomb.
0: (laughs) Yes. Muscle tough.
1: Google. Validate me, Google.
0: (laughs) Google, say I'm a bird. Did it say I'm a bird?
2: It says Google, say I'm a bird. Good enough. say I'm a bird. (laughs) Cool.
0: (laughs) Adorable. What else? This
1: am good, good book.
0: This am good, good book.
2: This is great all the way through. I mean, there is not... Like, it's... Even every other comic in my top five, except for this and Saga, I feel like there's always an, an arc or a volume where you're like... I got through it. It was fine. It definitely built up at the end to make me want to continue. But like, you know, like yeah. it has that lull. There is none of that in this. This is six volumes, 30 comics of just what the fuckery.
1: Oh, and yeah. It's so good. Yeah. This one definitely goes like fucking full bore all the way to the end. Yeah.
2: And I can I, I can see how it would have frustrated people in single issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is probably why I just read the final two volumes for the first time. Um, But it's so good, like, in its entirety. So good.
0: Yeah, I do think those last two volumes in particular are, at least for me, they were the hardest to do in singles.
2: Yeah, I definitely remember getting to when they they end up in the future and just throwing my hands up and being like, fucking hell, I can't right now. I just can't.
1: (laughs) it's just time to put this one down for a minute yes
2: which i think i still bought i don't know how many single issues of this i actually have but i definitely have more than i realized (laughs) it's not one that i just like went well i will switch to trades until probably volume five
0: well if there is nothing else on paper girls i'm just gonna
1: leave the room
0: no no (laughs) You're Are the you one sure? you're the one who doesn't get to. It is time for the long box book report. It's the long box book report. Fuck
1: you. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about this. Yeah. So, um we'll just go ahead and, and point out the fact that my time clock has been blinking red for about a year and a half now. <laughs> okay. I do not want to go back and be reincarnated into Jenna 2. Please, thank you. (laughs) That would make me a runner. All right, so this is Logan's Run. Oh,
0: okay. Number six. (laughs) What are we
1: getting at here? (laughs) From 1976? Is that
0: what... I think it was 77.
1: 77, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: The same year that brought us Star Wars.
1: Should have just been Star Wars. (laughs) Anyway, this was written by... John Warner, uh, the artists are Tom Sutton and J- and Terry Austin. Uh, Joe Rosen is the letterer. Don Moorfeld is the colorist, and A Goodwin is the editor. It just says A. I don't know.
0: A is for Archie.
1: Archie Goodwin.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: that's so not a joke. Seen... Seen...
1: That's no, I know, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah.
2: It took me a moment. I mean, like, I definitely had the moment of, is Alex serious or not? Yeah.
0: That that was more for Meg and the face she was making Oh,
1: okay. Sorry. I have Meg's face covered with the comic book. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) I'll move it. Hold on. Wait. No, no, no. It's fine. You don't have to see my face. Trust me. (laughs) Bye, Alex.
0: (laughs) That's fine. I don't blame you. I would do the same.
1: Uh, Have you seen Logan's run, Alex?
0: Yes. I love it.
1: Oh my fucking God.
2: I own Are it you on kidding? Blu-ray.
0: Yes.
1: Whoa, you actually also own it. Okay.
0: Oh. I own it. I have seen it. I thought about rewatching it this week, actually, in preparation for this. <laughs> and but I
1: did not. And I did not do that actually, or think yes. about it. Because I've seen it three times and that's enough. Yeah. Actually, I really don't hate this movie. It's just, I, I don't need to see it anymore. Um not so, even
0: not even the bombed out Capitol building or whatever.
1: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But I can just catch a clip on YouTube.
3: Weird uh, the future. We live in
1: the future. <laughs> so this is about the future. It's great that this worked out, honestly.
3: <laughs>
1: um in a utopia where people live and do whatever the fuck they want for 30 years, which is kind of bullshit because like when you're a kid, come on. But anyway, so you live the first 30 years of your life, and those are the only years that you live, and then you get reincarnated, sure, and just get to live this crazy, like, hedonistic life again, except maybe that's not happening, except maybe you become food.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is the movie based on the comic, or is the comic based on the movie?
1: Comic based on movie. Okay. And I'm assuming that the first five issues of this comic deal with stuff from the movie because this one is Aftermath.
0: So, the okay. the listener slash friend from the comic shop who sent us this as an option gave me a little more background on this book. Because there mm-hmm. were actually two Logan's Run books in
1: 1977.
0: Yes. Seven. Yeah. Bizarre. Um, this is the Marvel one which was canceled after this issue because it not for the reason you probably think given the tone of that okay but because because it overstepped and tried to build on the mythology of the movie rather than just recreating it
1: so because of this issue yes okay um good job guys
0: (laughs) The, other, the other book was just a faithful adaptation. Okay. Now, my question, how about that Thanos?
1: How about that Thanos? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about Logan's run. You made me read it, we're talking about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I didn't make anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's debatable. I merely mc this particular apocalypse.
1: <laughs> you were the middleman. So at the end of Logan's run, everybody learns that computer has been fucking with them. Computer being the, the being that keeps their society running. It's a computer. Go figure. <laughs> um, that, that people aren't really being reincarnated. They've just been lied to. Um, and people can grow old. So there's this old man. And I just fucking love the way that they treat this guy. Because he's like 60, maybe. And they're like, oh my god, your face your hair (laughs) your face is so craggy your hair is the color of ash i don't want to look like this i'd rather die like okay go die bro (laughs) you can choose to still be a part of the system i guess right like just go do it
2: oh oh that just hit close that just hit way too hard (laughs) too
1: real (laughs) are you like please don't please don't look at my grace Oh no!
2: I just admit the whole being part of the system. My gray has been around for uh, half of my life now. Actually, now that I think about
1: it, oh, (laughs) nice! I love gray hair. I don't. I don't know what it is. I just love it. So when I started getting, like, I started getting white hairs. I didn't start getting gray hairs because my hair is like red. Oh, I have both. Yeah, go gray. And I was just like, I'm so proud of them. Like, I'm so happy that I have them that I want to show them off to people. And every time I do, they're like, mm, that's cute. You should. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You look at mine. Did you see mine? And you have, do you know how I many I have? And I'm like, bitch, this no. is a moment for me. Let me have this. Yeah. <laughs> don't be garbage to people just because they're excited that you're, they're excited about something that you don't particularly like about yourself.
0: I'm very happy to have the silver Reed Richard temples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, they're cool, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I'm here I'm getting for it.
1: like a rogue streak, and I am i want it to keep going.
2: My mother grew hers out. I want to say it was about two years ago. She just finally decided. that She was like, I just want to see. And uh, I don't remember if... I, I think it was this past Christmas or maybe the trip before that I had seen her. And I just remember being like, your hair is gorgeous. Like... Just let it go. Just let it be. Yeah, I'm not quite be. there, I mean, but I'm sure I will get there very no. soon.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. I love coloring my hair, too. Like, I love yes. having funky colors. But if you're worried about people judging you for your gray hair, man, don't. Man, no, don't, no. Man, don't. It's fine. Now, my gray eyebrows, that's
0: a little different. <gasps>
1: no.
0: Here is one I'll for the... my
1: eyebrows.
0: Watch how quickly Jen Googles this category. Oh, God. They did a rewatch of, I think, the last Tenant episode of Doctor Who a couple of weeks back. And Barrowman recorded a little video to go with it while he was watching.
1: Oh, and his hair is stark white. It's not,
0: beautiful. N- almost. Except well, for yeah, the shock of, like of black right in front.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: All right, so you've already seen it, so you're not going to Google. But I... You would have I Googled know,
1: I, I follow him on social media. Okay. Yeah. Hello. He's <laughs> one of the best people I, to follow on social he media.
2: He
0: posts
1: his booty all the time. How could I not?
0: Fair enough. I obviously don't. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'd have known that and would have known and follows.
1: Duh. <laughs> anyway, Logan's run. Back to that. Yeah. So people are pissed off, and they're pissed off at the Sandmen, which are the... Okay, I feel like I have not explained enough Logan's Run stuff. The Sandmen are... <laughs> I've never said that sentence before.
0: No one has, actually.
1: <laughs> the Sandmen are like people who who are chosen to be the police force, basically. They, they catch the runners, the people who turn 30 and say, Nah, peace, dog. I'm not gonna get killed today.
0: They catch them (laughs) and bring them a dream,
1: and kill them. They kill them. They straight up kill them. Like they're like, okay, I guess you don't get to be reincarnated. Bye. Um. So people are pissed off at these sandmen for you know keeping the system going, even though they're part of the system and don't know it.
2: Hey. Also, too close to home.
1: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. 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 Um. And within this group of Sandmen, uh, they're all, they are all pissed off at Logan for bringing this knowledge. It's just great. I just love this, this infighting, this, this pyramid of who should I be pissed off at?
0: Well, you know, that's the great <laughs> thing about authoritarian systems is if you keep everybody fighting each other, they never rebel against the corrupt power no, structures.
2: too real. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking me. I must stress by something hey, now.
0: Hey, it's not as bad as the shit I pulled on the last Minds at Yerk with Tim.
2: But I can block that out.
0: I'm so <laughs> good at doing that at this point. In which I walked him into a direct comparison between some bullshit in Animorphs and the American, the United States government response to COVID.
1: Oh, okay. I, no. <laughs> no. No. Cool. No, I'm hurting. No, no. So Logan's run.
0: Logan's run.
1: <laughs> so they lock away all the sandmen and the sandmen kind of d- separate themselves from Logan and Logan has time to reflect on, you know, his many adventures where he almost gets cut with a laser and fights a robot and kills his best friend Francis. Uh um then he gets very sad. And then the people decide, you know, there there's there's some terrible shit that happens, uh namely it starts raining and they've never seen the rain before. Um, so they
0: don't bless the rains? Stop it. They don't bless
1: it's not Africa. So stop. Uh Stop it. Stop it. All I stop. know is we're not stop in it.
0: Kansas anymore Toto. No,
1: we are not. So it starts raining, and it's raining so fucking much. This is what I don't get. It's raining so fucking much that it starts flooding the lower levels. Like, I know that they've never seen rain, but they've seen water before. (laughs) They don't have any sort of drainage, anything, in any way to drain water at all?
0: Apparently not. Come
1: on, computer. (laughs) Come on. Um, So the lower levels start getting flooded and killing people and there's like a down power line at one point and it totally zaps this dude who's just like in a puddle of water for some reason. Cool.
0: So uh, if so... Logan's Run meets Saw... So they just
1: don't <laughs> yes. understand what water is. No, they understand what it is. They've just never seen so much of it. I they see. don't have a word for weather. Huh. Is in one of the little dialogue boxes. Which, by the way, I don't know who these thought boxes are. Like who's narrating? <laughs> who, Archie who Goodwin is narrating. Archie Goodwin. That's who it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the citizens decide. Well, fuck. We don't know what to do. So we're gonna go let the Sandman out so they can help us. Oh, people. Well, are dumb. you turn that out around. Well, I mean, you know, they they do. They do their job. They uh they get oh, and in this whole time, like Jessica's there, but she's just there, like she's just there, kinda like Logan tells women her to go to movies. the north sector and be safe, yeah and just uh you know chill out and wait for me there, and she just goes, and Logan goes to help out people who are drowning and ends up getting swept away in this like sudden stream,
0: so we've and... had Logan's run, this is Logan's swim. After this, does he go bicycling a lot? Is this really a Logan's Triathlon trilogy, I'm asking?
1: Well, you. he does, like, float down an air current thing. The, the center console thing of computer, he floats down that. So I guess you can count that.
0: And there's no electrical current running through computer.
1: Well, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> let's get <there>. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: so he's trying to save people in this, in this stream thingy that has started, which weirdly looks like a drainage system like it looks like a aqueduct sort of so i don't know why it is such a problem but um he knows a a lot about uh rip currents and i don't know how
2: (laughs) elements bullshit they
1: they apparently they trained for tracking runners into the water duct system so that's how he knows how but like how did he know that it would do that i don't know This is weird. So he doesn't want everybody to get crushed at the end of the passage. So he blows a hole in the wall and ends up, you know, getting people to the North Sector safely. And this whole time, uh, you've got raiders. Like there's this little like blip of like raiders are are coming in to ransack the city. But spoiler alert, I guess we never get that. (laughs) We never get the conclusion of that. So oh, all the Sandman and Jessica and the old man end up going to computer, end up going to the center console, trying to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we fix this here rain problem? How do we get some stuff back online rain so problem. that we can, you know, live? Um, and Logan goes down the tube, goes down the little, little floaty tube.
0: Logan go down the hole. Logan
1: go down the hole. <laughs> and there's somebody there watching him waiting to strike. And I guess, spoiler alert, we never get that either.
0: <laughs> it was Thanos. Fuck. Well, well, it
1: wasn't. Well, it wasn't. Because Thanos is the backup. Um, the backup is a Thanos story called The Final Flower, where he's on this planet. Uh, about to fucking wreck this flower, which is a religious symbol for this planet. And the Destroyer shows up, not the armor.
0: Drax? the dude.
1: No. No, like, fuck, what is his name? I don't know which one this is. But it's like the the Mighty Destroyer, that one. The guy in the green and purple costume. Except he doesn't normally have a green and purple costume. I think he normally has like a, a black and shiny costume that has a skull on it. I think, like a little skull and a cape and some shit and stuff. But so I, don't know. I remember Drax? Thanos, you actually it, meant No, it's Thanos. not Drax. Yeah, I actually mean <laughs> Thanos. Thanos is in the back of this book. Are you Googling, Alex? I am. Okay.
0: It's hard to find Destroyer-related results related to Thanos that aren't Drax. Yeah. Not this guy.
1: I, hold on, I can't see you. I moved it to- <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's that guy. That's
0: Drax! That's not Drax. That is Drax.
1: Is it really? Yes. No, it's not. No. In the 70s, that was not Drax.
0: That was Drax.
1: No. Hold on. Now I'm Googling because I remember this being somebody totally different. Yeah. Keen Marlowe. It's Keen Marlowe. It's not Drax. It's either Keen Marlowe or Brian Fallsworth. I don't know. Because he fought a bunch of Nazis. I've read some of those books.
0: Okay. Well, that that was a Drax costume at one time, too. Because that was the picture that went with an article about Drax the Destroyer.
1: Then who the fuck knows who this guy is? (laughs) It could be anyone at this point. Although he does talk about his wife and daughter dying. So maybe it's Drax.
0: Drax has a (laughs) weird fucking backstory too. (laughs) Like, very weird involving reincarnation and a dude named Art Douglas. So...
1: Hmm. Okay. Sure.
0: The Arthur Douglas human persona, whose wife and kid did die, is why, Thana, why Drax played the saxophone in the Jerry Duggan uh, Guardians run.
1: Okay. So, yeah, then it's Drax. Can can they stop making people look like other people? <laughs>
0: I mean, look, it was the <laughs> 70s. They could only print in four colors at once. What do you want? Oh. Oh,
1: have you seen this book? <laughs> there are more than four colors. There's a mess of colors. <laughs> it is a fucking mess of colors. Um, anyway, so Thanos, I eh, guess fucking Drax. What
0: the fuck? This we'll we'll so just weird. say a destroyer. How's that?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's probably Drax. That's fucked up. Because I, I thought he had the little skull thingy on him. Okay, never mind. Doesn't matter. Drax shows up to stop him from crushing this last flower on this planet and also kill him. Um and this whole time we have these uh these these two ladies, this mother and daughter who have come to make a pilgrimage to see this final flower, this beautiful fantastic religious bloom. Uh and they show up while the destroyer and Thanos are fighting. And Thanos is like, you you couldn't make me angry <laughs> because I'm so powerful I can do this and just like throws them. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking tosses them right off. They oh, they actually poink off of this big tall thing that they're standing on to go visit this flower. And that's when we get the little flashback to whoever the destroyer is, is, is his wife and daughter being dead. And he's like, Oh, I I can't let these two women die because, you know, my two women died and fridging. <clears throat> Yeah. So he goes to save them instead of saving the flower. <laughs> it's just the th- whole thing, this whole moment of him just like stomping on this flower. I'm like, that is anti-fucking climactic. <laughs> he just he just crushes a flower. Oh my god, there's a bird right outside my window. <laughs> is it trying it's just, to get it? It's just like in my ear.
0: Do you ever get the impression that Thanos is like, this dude who everyone's afraid of... But who everyone's always been afraid of, so he really doesn't have to think through actually being menacing in any real way ever. I'm going to crush this flower. I'm going to wipe out half of all life in some nonsense plan that doesn't make sense because ratios scale. (laughs) Yeah. By definition.
1: Yeah, he kind of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's a radical. What can you say? But it's less that and more the fact that, like, he stomps on this big religious flower and nothing happens except it gets mooshed. Like, there's no fireworks. There's nothing. It just gets mooshed. So why is it so special? I don't understand. It's (laughs) just a flower. I know it's the last one and it lives forever, I guess. But what?
0: Well, I'm sure someday in the future we will learn that that was actually Groot's son. (sighs)
1: shut your mouth anyway he stomps the flower and the lady gets mad at the destroyer for saving them instead of the flower end of book done I'm done this is it I'm done I just want to point out I never have to read another I'm done the captions definitely put flower as in baking flour. (laughs) and then he stomped the flower and left footprints everywhere
0: yeah that is this flower's Future superhero role when it's brought back to life and meets its father Groot. It's known as all purpose flower.
1: <laughs> Alex. <laughs> you fucking dork. But then he
0: dies again and comes back to life, and th- at that point his his comic becomes self-rising. the self-rising yeah. flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> there's a mini-series where he's anxiously crouched no. at the starting line, then he's cake flower.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dork, yes. this guy.
0: You said it. <laughs> Eventually he lets his roots grow out. He's unbleached flower.
2: I also I can't really even that my mic picked up my stomach growl. Like, I think it did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we do not have Brian and his uh, long box generating machine. But also, Brian owes us a long box, and I feel like at some point we just need to accept maybe we just missed last week for a long box. And Brian has to do the next one anyway, because he's already picked one. Did you hear what Brian picked, Jin?
1: I've not heard it yet, no.
0: Uh, He also took door number three last week, which got him the Marvel special Kiss.
1: Oh my! In which
0: Kiss fights Dr. Doom, and all the red ink was printed with Kiss's blood mixed in.
1: No.
2: We. Nope. Nope. I'm not asking no. questions. I'm good. I'm so good. I'm done. It's alright.
1: <clears throat> no. No.
0: So, that's what everyone has to look forward to from Brian next week. Fine. Yes. Speaking of next week, we will be reading The Adventure Zone. The first two volumes, Here There Be Gerblins and Murder on the Rockport Limited. Very it excite. is based on the podcast by Griffin McElroy, Clint McElroy, Travis McElroy, and Harpo... No, Justin McElroy. Uh, it is adapted by Clint McElroy and Carrie Peach with art by Carrie Peach. I can't wait. Yeah. Me neither.
2: Fun fact about Carrie Peach. I'm fairly certain she also has an Animorphs podcast or
1: had an
0: Animorphs podcast.
1: That is wow. correct. Awesome. Yes. Awesome people are awesome
0: uh anything else anybody want to plug things
2: oh i guess that would be me wouldn't it that um, would be you yes <laughs> you are
0: you are guest
2: <coughs> my apologies um i host two other i co-host two other podcasts judging book covers podcast and minds at York. um both are bi-weekly although i guess technically minds at York is currently weekly um minds at yerk animorphs reread and judging book covers we read a different book every uh episode based on a challenge that we create at the beginning of the year right now we are doing the magicians which will also come out this week um which is the book that the sci-fi tv show is based on which i got to say spoiler alert i think the sci-fi show is actually better yeah so. that,
1: yeah, yeah have you read Sorry, this book yeah. yeah
2: yeah there's a lot of breast like, yeah. this dude's aged five years, at least, to the point where I'm at right now. And he still just talks about women's breasts.
1: Yeah. And
2: yeah. it's a lot. So, if you want to find anything else I've been on, you can check out my blog, which is meggriffin.com. And I have a uh, separate page that shows everything I've guested on, as well as my running total for panelology.
0: Yeah. I'm nice. going gonna, gonna to clarify the Minds at York being weekly thing half the time. <laughs> it is an Animorphs reread podcast. While it's weekly the other half the time, we're a bunch of fucking nerds playing a homebrew Animorphs tabletop RPG.
1: Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's something.
0: <laughs> that it is.
2: I still have listed in my notes my my instructions that morphine times two to three hours. it's
0: two hours you have (laughs) the published
2: rules (laughs) still my favorite thing about this
0: (laughs) that's fine see if it's really more than two i dare you
2: i just love that it was not me it was alex who was clearly talking and not listening to himself and then being like wait what did i just say?"
0: Yeah, accurate. <laughs> the trick the trick to getting through any podcast I'm on, even for me, is just to ignore me. <laughs> I feel that. Alright, Jen, anything else?
1: Nope. I dare you all to go read that Logan's Run comic.
0: I mean, I probably will, because I do like <laughs> Logan's Run.
1: I just like something that doesn't
2: have an ending, I'm good. I've got plenty of those.
0: <laughs> i never finish anything anyway so a comic without an ending might as well
1: <laughs> i mean i guess you could just stop at number five
0: yeah. um i'll do a quick shout out for the rob thomas no not that one rob cast since we have wrapped up season one of veronica mars and as this airs this week we'll be dropping our episode on drive me crazy which it turns out is not a rom-com version of Speed, like I had predicted <laughs> slash hoped. Isn't Hollywood, Speed get at me.
2: Theoretically, just a rom-com with a lot of adventure. No,
0: action. because... That's
2: the word I was looking for, action.
0: No, because Keanu's not back for Speed 2. Okay. I don't think it counts as a rom-com if your sequel doesn't have the same leads.
2: I don't think most rom-coms have sequels. Bridget Jones, never mind.
1: <laughs> well you said most you were still
0: correct That's wait is, is 11 things I hate about you not a real movie <laughs> no but I want it now <laughs> two things to hate what I hate Tokyo drift for hate you five
2: stop <laughs> I feel like when I'm starting to rub my temples in my forehead that is like a sign of just like Alex
0: yeah, no, that's usually when I end it. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our <laughs> intro voiceover. You can visit us at panelologypodcast.com, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology. Buy merch at panel at bit.ly slash panelology merch capital P capital M. If you want to submit questions for us to answer on this podcast. Bit.ly slash panelology mailbag capital P capital M. I'm Alex.
1: I'm Jenna. And I'm Megan.
0: Go read comics!